And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. I'm Jake, and uh, to my left is Stunt. And I'm over here to his left. Uh, anyway, uh, we appreciate you joining us each and every day. Don't forget to uh, check us out all over your favorite podcasting places uh, and online. Uh, or just listen to us right here on your favorite radio station. That works as well. Thank you. Uh, very excited today, Stunt, because uh, special guests with us from the Meadery. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, if you are not familiar with the Meadery, you should be because there, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, really cool group that are just really, uh, they were on about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Talking about their one-year anniversary was coming up, and here we are as they continue to build upon that with a few new things hopefully to talk about too. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be uh, great. So what, what have you been up to lately? Well, you got uh, we the had, new house, right? Yeah, yeah, we got the new house. The patio, by the way, is, I thought I was going to miss that back porch and I still do a little bit. But this patio, we had some people over for the fourth right away. Mm-hmm. Like, poor idea decisions that was because there was just too much going on. Right. But we made brisket uh, nice, and nice. it was absolutely phenomenal. Right. Uh, first of all, I had, I made some brands and then I just, chopped everything else up and it was delicious nice and uh yeah it was really fun to have it out there and i think it's gonna i'm gonna get used to it more as we kind of make that back patio our home so it's good for those of you wondering uh don't cry for me he did he did call and invite (laughs) me over uh but we were uh we were immersed in fireworks uh stuff yeah you were uh, for the big red hot boom in mankato so uh that didn't work but we'll make it work another time so uh so everything's settling in you got a chance to everything's finding its perfect spot yeah well so far in the house it's looking great uh uh, we just keep finding more boxes at my old house to move into the garage. That my garage is a complete disaster yeah, right no, now. I wasn't. I don't care about the house. I was talking about the patio. Yeah, the, the, the patio the, works. <laughs> the grills work. We're good. I that's, think that's ideal. That's <laughs> ideal. Uh, my flat top has been getting a workout lately. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's the it's the go to. It's just, it's constant. It's to the point where uh, I can't hardly put the cover on it because it's always hot. I love it. Yeah. That's great. No, that's what it's all about. One of our future shows, I think we should do uh, recovery for your black. Uh, Blackstone or Flat Top top podcast show. Because I just feel like mine has seen a little bit better days all of a sudden, and I feel like a good conversation about how to get that fixed would really be cool. So we might do that in the future. I think that's an excellent idea. It's called a write-off for the products. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's even better. I love where you're at. Brilliant. That's for sure. So weather-wise, it's been perfect for grilling and and being on the patio and and keeping things going. Uh, We were talking about this before we went on the air. Uh, The latest go-to thing with, uh, with our flat top is... Uh, finger food, I would call it. Toothpick yeah. food. Uh, dice up some uh, some boneless uh, pork ribs or spare ribs, uh, some steak, marinate a little bit, season it, flash that baby on the flat top, throw it out in a on a tray with some toothpicks, and everybody can just graze. Yeah. And uh, it works great. I, I agree. Do. I feel like that has been the latest thing everybody's been doing. I, I think it's kind of cool. Throw some veggies in there, which at our house, vegetables are shrimp. <laughs> and then you're good. That's all you need. So uh, before we get to our guests, we should probably get to our barbecue, barbecue show to Tip of the week. And today we're going to be talking about cooking for temp, not time, which we've mentioned so many times. Right, right, right. But a perfect uh, example was this weekend, uh, I guess 4th of July, which was a Tuesday, but I smoked a brisket. Right. Now, it was a 20-pound brisket when we started. I trimmed it down. Of course, didn't weigh it at that point. But by all means, I was thinking this was going to be a good 10 to 12-hour smoke. And I'm not sure if it was based on the humidity of, the, of the, everything around us, the heat that day. But overnight, that got done in about eight and a half hours. Mm. And I let it sit for three hours, actually, in a cooler wrapped up, and it sat perfectly. It turned out juicy as all get out, delicious, everybody's happy. But it was one of those things where it's like, man, I don't know, why is it already done? But instead of cooking by time, like I assumed it was going to be, we cooked by temp, 
and we pulled it off, wrapped it up, and kept it nice and warm, nice. and turned out perfect. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's why you pay attention to the temperature. That's exactly right. Uh, folks from the Meadery, uh, Bill, Colette, Brandon, they join us when the Barbecue Show continues right after this. The Barbecue Show is filmed before a live studio audience. Actually, it isn't. I've just always wanted to say that. And now, back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. All right, welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That's Stunt to my uh, left. Uh, I'm over here. Yeah, I'm getting better. Along with a whole bunch of other people to my left. Yes, we have a special guest in the studio, a bunch of them today, too. Yeah, we do. Uh, guest from the meter. Welcome, guys. Uh, we have, what, Bill, Colette, Brandon. That's right. Hey! <laughs> Usually we have a marching band that, you know, walks you guys in. We, uh... A whole welcoming crew. It's just it's just too busy today. We had to make some budget cuts. You understand how it is. This is a high rent show, but not that high rent. Well, anyway, uh, seriously, welcome, guys. We're glad you're here. Uh, we want to dive right in and talk a little bit about uh, the meadery. Let's start with how did this thing start? How did uh, this all come to be about? Well, I would say it started probably a couple years ago um, during the uh, <clears throat> the pandemic of uh, 2020. Um, uh, we're uh, we're in the business of my my family's in the business of raising pigs and and uh, we had we had a substantial amount of pigs backed up in our barns because we couldn't get them slaughtered and at the same time it was kind of this surreal point in time where you could go to the grocery store um, and and see empty meat cases and yeah it was just crazy to, for us to think well what could we do to to kind of alleviate that problem and and we after a, 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 a amount of um, soul searching and, and uh, hand wringing we we kind of decided that hey we could we could become a, a distribution channel for a lot of local farmers and meat markets it was just born out of that moment really in, in time where everything was just so different we also always um, just had a great passion for for a lot of cooking and sharing with each other as, right. as family members so I mean we were looking for a model that would combine both you know really connecting those uh, meat enthusiasts out there in that community, along with access to all of these great producers, mm-hmm. the developing list for us. This is not the first time we've heard people that have uh, started something because of and during the pandemic, uh, just out of necessity, really. And the, to wait to see how that, as the society changed and we all kind of came back to quote unquote normal, uh, it still keeps going. And there's a lot of, we saw a lot of things start up during the pandemic that didn't make it after we went back to normal, but you guys seem to be almost like it got stronger. Well, I'll say either one of you, you guys have now learned to have more partners too in the farming industry. So it's not just your guys's animals, your pigs, your cows. It's, it's, it's all over the place now. Talk a little bit about your partners. We have a growing list of, of top tier partners out there. Our whole goal uh, was to we we knew that we wanted to change the way that people were were buying their meats and we found the road to do that was an e-commerce marketplace and to do that we knew we knew of the people that we knew on our network as well as um, just many across the Midwest that the Midwest really has some of the best and top quality meats in the country. So um, with that, then, we have been partnering with farms and small shops across the state at this point, from South Dakota to Wisconsin, down to the Iowa border, and we're growing north. And so we have uh, beef producers, hog producers, chicken, um, adding bison here very shortly. Um, But all of them um, have been vetted. They are some of the most select. And, And again, there's far more out there. 
uh, but we are um, moving through them. And so everybody who comes to the site knows that they can find some of the best. So I, um, I feel like we almost put the cart in front of the horse here. Let's take a moment and explain exactly what is the metering, what do you guys do, and how does it work? Well, we're an e-commerce marketplace. Okay. It's a platform, um, an online platform, where a consumer can come to the site and see just a select list of, of top-tier meat collections. I know they don't want to make this comparison, so bear with me as I make the compar- comparison and separate ourselves from it. Uh, the Hello Fresh boxes, the there's a, I think there's one called the Butcher's Box out there. Those are all subscription boxes that you guys don't want to be compared with, but also at the same time, that's kind of what this is. You go online, you say, oh, I want that box of meat, and that box of meat will be delivered to your door, but it's not on a subscription basis. It's based on you ordering it. Is so that, you- am I correct in that? Yes, I mean, I we certainly uh, you know would appreciate someone who is who is regularly ordering, but at this point in time, what we're looking for is people to jump in and try the variety that is that is open to them across. Using the it as a, I, I'm just going off my experience. Uh, we have had it delivered a few times to our house. Using it more as a shopping. Uh, arm than a oh, I'm just going to have this sent to my house instead of buying meat from the store I'm buying it right from the farmers right from a local butcher and having it shipped to our house yeah you can shop two ways I mean you can look for a specific um, uh, meat collection or collection bundle of, of meat products or you can look for a specific uh, uh, partner of ours you mm-hmm. can shop you know look look at their their offerings and so right. it's uh, yeah it's it's kind of a unique um, shopping experience in that in that way. So you become almost really uh, sounds like with the variety that you're starting to introduce to uh, your your service, almost like the uh, the world market that doesn't appear in a small town. You know, unless you want to drive to uh, you know downtown Minneapolis and look for specific markets that that cater to specific types of of meats and uh, flavors. You, just can't get that in your average area in southern Minnesota. This is going to, because, you know, so we had the beef tongue one time. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. We had the, the lingua. Yeah, right. I even knew the lingo. Look at you. <laughs> wow. Man, I'll tell you what. Stunt for president. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it, it kind of gives people that chance to, uh, to try something a little bit different or to just have a nice supply uh, and have that readily available as well. Yeah, I think um, we do focus on the, the small freezer amounts of collections, and, and so you can order as frequently as you want. Uh, but in, uh, in addition to that, we do also custom boxes, and we actually will direct you towards towards uh, you know larger bulk, bulk order. Sure. Excuse me, bulk orders yeah. as well. So we'll go we, ahead. We've also done something kind of unique with uh, you know we, we did a uh, we, we actually took a vacation this winter where we. We sent a, a box of meat to ourselves down at the place where we were vacationing. <laughs> Genius. So, oh, that's so, unique. So we, uh, it's called yeah. uh, product quality control checking yeah. or quality yeah. control. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. We uh, we we're part of our or maybe some of our best customers. <laughs> <laughs> that works out nice. Now, do you guys do? Uh, did you have to create your own uh, butcher line essentially to, to, to get all this uh, this done? No, we what we need. Uh, we actually work in conjunction with our partners. Um, we actually don't um, handle or take possession of the of the product at all. All we do is is um, generate traffic uh, for our partners and orders, and then we 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 um, give them the the shipping label, and then they package the product and send it out. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, there's there's you know there's really not um, we, we don't we don't ever. Uh, uh, have we don't as of today we don't have a, a store or a, a facility to right. process meat. 
I remember like right before the 4th of July, I saw a social media post that was out like, hey, last day to order to make sure delivery's on time for the holiday. So, I mean, that's what you guys are handling, basically. You said handling that trafficking of uh, getting people to the vendors, getting people to the farmers, and make sure they get their meat out the door. Because otherwise you have that backup like you had back in, uh, right before on COVID. So, I get that. Yeah, Fourth of July, uh, uh, in preparation for that, there was a high number of orders. We also had... uh, um, uh, quite a few or- orders that went out as part of Father's Day as well because you can do the nice little gift notes that mm-hmm. go along with that. Can we talk a little bit about what we... So these guys were here uh, May, June. I'm not sure what it was now. But we talked a little bit and we didn't go into dig de- big detail about the bacon. Can we talk about that today a little bit? I don't know, bacon. So, so thus far, like everything that's offered on our website is something that was already essentially pre-existing with the exception of um, we... We have tried to put together a, a suggestive way, like things that make sense with like some consistencies within each bundle. So there's a date night box. box. Yeah, yeah. yeah grillers, yep. So, so that's the unique thing that we are trying to, to help sell to be a little suggestive of what they could do with it. Cause some of those things are potentially a little bit, um, intimidating. So some of the things we have on there, we have the bavette, we have the tongue, we have a, a different, different, wide, a wide variety of, of, of products. But the one thing that I guess is, is about to be very unique to, to us is the, the, Bacon, which is a, a signature product that we are hoping to uh, release. So we actually had 100 pounds made for the, the men's event. And so that seemed to go fairly well. Still some tweaks left to, uh, um, to work out when you're um, scaling up a project like that. So yeah. you can give a lot more care and everything, a little more detail when you're doing it at home. But then when you're amplifying it by 5 or 10, it makes it a little more... Or like just giving someone else the directions, and it's not always the easiest thing. But right, that's uh, that's our first signature option that that is you know, very that unique, will be your guys's product. Yeah, and so yeah. Raspberry chipotle bacon. I do see that a fair amount, but um, we we really like what we have, and it's not for everyone. It's a little spicy, a little uh, fruity, and so not everyone's going to like it. But we really like it. It, then, it was it got a pretty good welcome <laughs> at the men's event there too. So yeah. But th- yeah, that's hopefully just one of, of, of several or, or some other unique offerings. As you guys continue to, to grow. So, so maybe some unique things that we may do with, with some of the meat too. So having videos attached to it too. But. No, I don't want to make anybody take credit for that. Was that one of your ideas? Because you're like, you were the one who likes to kind of cook and grill and experiment a little bit more with some things. Is that something that you guys all came up with collectively or who, who had that idea? Regarding... Uh, regarding the bacon in this case. Yeah. I have gone through probably 30 iterations, which means failures yeah. up until this point. So. <laughs> what means bacon? So, yeah. so no, it's, it's really a failure. It's just not will, what you want. Yeah. If it gets you, it's just, just a learning opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, we've, we've all kind of, or a couple of us have played around with different things, but yeah, this is, I think where we're at now is, is a lot of like the failures along the way that have gotten us to, to this and yeah. in our basement. Well, I remember, and I'm going to take a different turn now. I remember last time we talked, uh, you brought up how much you do like to experiment with different things, including, I can't believe you weren't, your ears weren't burning when it happened, uh, the sous vide. Uh-huh. You you enjoyed using the sous vide too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I, I can this guy very, loves, he uh, bought it and he, yeah, he loved it. We, we brought it along. So we, we uh, every, or the last five years or so, we, we go up to Bruce and, Bruce and Kenzie. They were here on the last yep. show, but they uh, they have a cabin up north. And so we get together over the 4th of July. And I brought the sous vide along, but we somehow made it through the entire weekend without using the, the sous vide. <laughs> wow. but, but in general, that's like, I use that probably once or twice a week. Okay. 
I will say, uh, not to, uh, now I'm going to tell my brother about the metery, but uh, his crew of buddies, they go for a week and a half in uh, Colorado and they go skiing. And one of their guys is like the food guy and he brings the sous vide. And then what they do is then they go to like uh, the, some, you know, basic grocery store and they just buy as much cheap meat as they can get. And uh, the sous vide makes it come out right. (laughs) And he's like, I can't believe that we bought all this just ridiculously cheap meat and it came out uh, perfect with the sous vide. Now I'm going to tell them just have it shipped from the meter. Oh, yeah, it makes it that much easier. Just, yeah, boom. Then you yeah. got the sous vide and good meat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. like, yeah, there's only so much you can do with with the cheaper <clears throat> cheaper options. And there's a lot that you can do, especially with the sous vide. But right. the, the high quality locally source, so you know that it's not, you know, frozen. And, and I say, yeah. For, as a guy who grew up in Wisconsin, I have to ask, because when you're talking about experimenting with your uh, different bacon styles and flavors, uh, the thing in Wisconsin is, uh, let's pick 92 random things and shove them into a brat. Have you, have you experimented <laughs> in, that, uh, in that sausage department yet of uh, brats or sausages at all, of uh, uh, trying to get in that department, or do you want to stay more with the, the whole meat area? Uh, probably about, well, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of different, sometimes looking back, kind of silly experiments, but, um, <laughs> no such thing. Right. Right. <laughs> but in the sausage, the sausage category, I'd, I'd initially asked for a, a dry aging fridge a while ago, but it wasn't in the budget. So eventually I'd like to go into like the fermented and aged meats and then we'll get a little bit more, um, experimental. That's with a the, whole nother level too. Of, but yeah. yeah, we've done a lot of different things with, with trying to come up with something unique with with the bacon something that um we even had um so colette's colette's mom we uh, put together a blackberry compote it was supposed to be like a blackberry honey um uh, bacon it was a lot of fun doing it but it was pretty pretty blah it turned out it was still fun uh and we've used a, a variety of different rubs and seasonings or you know, a combination of, of different ones. It comes back to what, of, what uh, Jake always says at the end of the show, which is you got to experiment and have fun. And that's right. what yeah. it sounds it was, like. It's always been fun. Exactly. Yeah, even if it comes out to be. Yeah. And we've got a, a partner, I think, that does a lot of, a, a number of different brats too. I mean, uh, the, the country butcher shop down in Easton yeah. does, um, what do they do? They must have, we must have one or two uh, boxes that have our collections from them that have yep. a, a number of different flavored brats. He keeps coming out with the different different varieties too. So, um, yeah, he's got we got a hot box. I think is what we have the jalapeno cheddar and the. Yeah, we have a we have a website update coming out uh, by the end of July, and we're going to have a build a box, and so uh, each of the partners will have that option with, you know, different different varieties that they offer you can build your own box now we should have said this earlier when you say partners we're talking about meat market or meat to meat plants or whatever you want to say butcher shops right uh we're talking about farm producers farm producers okay and small butcher shops and, and small butcher that shops that's with, what you say when you say yeah, partners with featuring some of their signature items so all producers okay and so then that's the people who are manufacturing these boxes and i guess you were talking about earlier how you put these suggested packages together the date night the taco night boxes it does help make it a little less cumbersome you see a big box of meat like okay what are we gonna do with this well now this one's labeled date night this is a great box to get for you know we'll use this for date night one and date night two and whatever else is all in there you're gonna help break it down what what you're gonna use in those boxes yeah i'm curious what the uh when you first put this idea together and uh, you started reaching out to some of your partners and saying hey we've got this idea what was what was that reception like was that uh, was that positive were most people like uh, you're nuts or did they go wow great let's do it well if <laughs> everybody's I, pointing if, to collect, <laughs> first, collect first contact if, with if, if I were to answer that, I would say, for the most part, uh, it, the timing was right. 
mm-hmm. you know, in terms of, you know, what had uh, just recently been viewed in the media, you know, the and perhaps even the opportunities that were out there where there were so many of the the farm producers specifically, or even the butcher shops that were as busy as they had ever been with that direct mm-hmm. consumer. So when we pointed to this model where we wanted to connect but expand their shops uh, to more of a nationwide audience, yeah, it, it worked quite well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not sure if this conversation was had here on the show at some point, Jake, but I mean, the amount of producers that are out there, like that produce a majority of the meat that are, it's in the grocery stores, there's only a limited number now in the complete in the entire nation that are doing the mass production where it used to be more. So ordering from a local farmer like this is so awesome and great opportunity for them to continue to grow their business and also keep people um, employed in, that, in a smaller region, I guess, is so cool. Then on top of that, having it be more options and they're trying different things for their different uh, different producers or doing different things like that. It's kind of fun to watch that happen. Yeah, I think at this point, and, and part of it is is a function of, of the, the COVID era, but like in today's society, we uh, the, all of them knew that an online presence was important or something. Right. You can do more for online sales to, to reach out to, to more people. And so inherently, I think it was something that all of them were on board with is just how we were going to, move forward with it and right. how we could best help them. So how far do your uh, do your partners stretch? I mean, how far out are, uh, have you guys reached so far? Well, we have 12 we have 12 partners right now. We'll be okay. adding a few more in this next in this next few weeks actually. Um, but in we we reach across the the entire state from uh, Echo Minnesota over to Winona down to Blue Earth in terms of our region and then farther north into the uh, uh, Mid Twin Cities area. Okay. Wow. But one <laughs> what one it? great thing is uh, we'll be at the state fair this year. We okay. Got, we got uh, we got that uh, announcement uh, last week. That's awesome. That's really cool. I yeah, love that's, that. That's huge. That's the, that's that's a nice stepping stone for sure. Uh, I think and I speak from experience. We've all been through. You know, we've been on a trip or whatever, and you've bumped into some small town butcher shop and and, and got something. And thought, man, it'd be great to get back there. So uh, if you're reaching out to these, you know, these little independent, uh, you know, producers, it, uh, it's the perfect way. Yeah. To, Absolutely. To re-experience some of that stuff, you know, or find new ones. No matter where you're at, too. I mean, yeah, you guys are shipping right. all over the world, or right. at least the nation, for sure, right? So, I mean, that's yeah. a great opportunity for people to, yeah. who maybe moved away, who, I would love getting meat at that shop. Oh, look, it's available online now, and that's an awesome way to do it. Right, and once we get the the, the, the platform um, <clears throat> up, and, and um, I mean, the platform is up and running, but I mean, uh, as that grows and we're able to expand um, geographically, I mean it's it's a, a perfectly scalable business in mm-hmm. that sense that we can we can add per, our partners and geographically spread out and and uh, you know get get a, right. a bigger it's reach. A great, that it's way. a great model for continued growth. I that's, love that. Yeah, no, that's ideal. Um, so what's next? I mean, you mentioned you have a website update that's coming out at the end of uh, July. What, uh, what what what's the future look like for the meadery? Well, in terms of in terms of the website, what we want to do more and more, um, we we we've grown quite rapidly, more than we thought uh, in this first year. So, what we're trying to do is back up a little bit and uh, live up to some of the, I guess the, the the visions that we had. And part of that is connecting some of these meats with recipes and sharing that within the this. Uh, and I feel like that's been some of your social media pages lately too. Has been more focused on here's a recipe to use for cooking this and whatnot. I've, at least that's what I've been catching. 
Thanks for noticing. Yeah. That. <laughs> I, I am a meat enthusiast, so I am definitely on board with this because I, I love what you guys have been doing and it's fun to watch it happen. And so when we got to bring you on before and now today, I appreciate it because it's fun to learn about what you're doing and how you've got to this point and to see where it can go as well. So it's been fun to talk about. Plus, getting meat from a local meat uh, meadery is uh, pretty cool. So. The, uh, the only question that we haven't asked you yet is what is the website? The meaderymn.com. Meaderymn.com. Dot com. Is it The Meadery? The Meadery. The Meadery. MN.com. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, uh, listen, we really appreciate you guys coming in and spending some time with us here on the barbecue show. Uh, you're going to be celebrities now. I mean, once you're on the barbecue <laughs> show, it's just straight up from here. That's for sure. I look at where it's taking us. Yeah. <laughs> All the way to the big time. Anyway, uh, but we do appreciate you guys coming in and we hope you just uh, that the success continues and uh, and you can manage it and, and continue to grow. We appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having us. You bet. So uh, it's Bill, Colette, and Brandon from TheMeaderyMN.com. Uh, give, give them a look. You know, I think you'll like what you see. Yeah, I agree. You can go over a box this week for the next weekend or something like that. And then you know? you'll, you'll have something that you can experiment and have fun with. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show. Hashtag. With Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.